0: Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: This is the Wikipedia page for spitball. Welcome to WikiListen, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN.
0: And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe for more spitball episodes like this one.
1: Now, funny, when I was actually looking this up, I was actually looking for the paper spitball that you do in school. Mm -hmm. But then I landed on this page and I was like, oh, I actually don't know exactly why spitballs are illegal And I thought it would be interesting to figure it out.
0: Ah, see, when you said add spitball to the roster, I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Like, we're going to talk about the kind of paper that you spit at people. And then when I saw that it was about baseball, I was like, oh, that's a little disappointing, but still interesting.
1: Well, we shall see what happens. Here we go. Spitball. A spitball is an illegal baseball pitch in which the ball has been altered by the application of a foreign substance, such as saliva or petroleum jelly. This technique alters the wind resistance and weight on the side of the ball, causing it to move in an atypical manner. It may also cause the ball to slip out of the pitcher's fingers without the usual spin that accompanies a pitch. In this sense, a spitball can be thought of as a fastball with knuckleball action. Alternative names for the spitball are spitter, mud ball, shine ball, super sinker, or Vaseline ball, because originally Vaseline was used to give the ball a little more break. A spitball technically differs from an emery ball, in which the surface of the ball is cut or abraded. Saliva or Vaseline smooths the baseball, while the emery paper roughens it. The general term for altering the ball in any way is doctoring.
0: History. The invention of the spitball has been popularly credited to a number of individuals, among them Elmer Strickland and Frank Corydon. Numerous accounts, however, refer to different players experimenting with versions of the spitball throughout the latter half of the 19th century. And it remains unlikely that any one individual invented the spitball.
1: Ed Walsh, however, is certainly responsible for popularizing it. Walsh dominated the American League from 1906 to 1912, primarily on the strength of his spitball, and pitchers around the league soon copied his spitball or invented their own trick pitch.
0: The dramatic increase in the popularity of freak deliveries led to a great deal of controversy throughout the 1910s regarding the abolition of the spitball and related pitches. In his autobiography, Ty Cobb wrote that such freak pitches were outlawed when the owners greedily sold out to home runs.
1: In addition, there were serious issues with the spitball, including some that affected safety. A variation on the standard spitball called for the pitcher to smear the entire surface of the normally white ball with a mixture of tobacco spittle and dirt or mud in order to stain it in the same deep brown color as the infill which made it nearly impossible for batters to see and sometimes avoid in low-light conditions. In August 1920, Ray Chapman was killed when he was struck in the temple by a pitch thrown by known spitball pitcher Carl Mays during a poorly lit game. Holy sh... That sucks.
0: Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you avoid killing people with with your spitball...
1: Thanks for listening to that message, everybody. Uh, I just wanted to point out that Carl Mays' picture looks like a guy who would kill somebody with a baseball and be happy about it.
0: I see what you mean.
1: Yeah, you're just like, yeah, you got what you got.
0: He's wearing an old school baseball cap, though, and I like that.
1: Yeah, so so was Ray Chapman before he died.
0: Oh, I see that. Oh, and he looks so friendly.
1: They didn't have the new baseballs with the block thing above your temple so you can't get killed. He may have been one of the guys who helped make that happen. The batting helmet.
0: That is quite the um, assumption, but you could be right.
1: It's quite the assumption, but he was killed when they didn't have batting helmets. It was probably something that spurred them on to batting helmets. I mean, I, I would think a person's death would do that.
0: Were they not using some kind of batting helmets back then?
1: No, the guy threw the ball at him and got hit in the temple.
0: Well, yeah, but, like, maybe it wasn't, like, required. Is it required at this point? I have no idea. Yes. Oh. Whenever I I used to play softball for a couple of years when I was in elementary school, and I would be wearing the batting helmet, and sometimes my coaches would, like, knock on my helmet like I was a goldfish in a tank, and it was really disorienting. I understand why they say not to tap fish tanks.
1: Oh, my gosh. Please read.
0: Ban. In Major League Baseball, MLB, the spitball was banned in two stages. In the winter of 1919 to 1920, managers voted to partially ban the spitball. Each team was allowed to designate up to two pitchers who would be permitted to throw spitballs. After the 1920 season, the use of the spitball was banned with the exception of a group of 17 existing spitballers who became legacy spitballers who were allowed to throw the pitch legally until they retired.
1: Of the exempted group, Burley Grimes lasted the longest, retiring in 1934. The complete list of exempted spitballers is Ray Fisher, played through 1920, Doc Ayers, 1921, Ray Caldwell, 1921, Phil Douglas, 1922, Dana Fillingham, 1925, Marv Goodwin, 1925, Dutch Leonard, 1925, Alan Russell, 1925, Alan Sutherland, 1926 Dick Rudolph 1927 Stan Kowalski 1928 Urban Shocker That was his name 1928 Bill Dope 1929 Clarence Mitchell 1932 Red Faber 1933 Jack Quinn 1933 and
0: Grimes Grimes like the singer?
1: No like Burley Grimes
0: Here at Wikilisten, we love a list. In March 1955, MLB Commissioner Ford Frick advocated for the return of the spitball, telling a sports writer, If I had my way, I'd legalize the old spitter. It was a great pitch and one of the easiest to throw. There was nothing dangerous about it. Despite the commissioner's enthusiasm, the pitch remained illegal.
1: Methodology. The spitball is now banned in Major League Baseball's. It is a pitching violation in NCAA baseball. However, it is still sometimes thrown in violation of the rules. In 1942, Leo Duracker, then manager of the Brooklyn Dodgers, fired Bobo Newsom for throwing a spitball and lying to me about it. Typically, a lubricant is hidden behind the pitcher's knee or under the peak of his cap. Others will place the ball in their mitt and then cough on it or lick it. Another tactic pictures use is to soak their hair in water before going out to the mound and then rub their hair before a pitch.
0: That's disgusting. Coughing and licking the ball?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was called the spitball for a reason.
0: That's disgusting. I saw a guy spit on somebody's car today, and I thought that was, like, the worst thing of today. But hearing that people were coughing or licking is somehow worse to me than the guys spitting on someone's car.
1: Well, I mean, it's definitely disgusting by our standards, but, like, in the 1920s, like, you know, like, dirt was on every food.
0: Dirt is already (laughs) on every food. Preacher Rowe, who played for the Brooklyn Dodgers in the 1950s, was renowned both for his ability to control the spitball and to throw it without getting caught, and described his methodology in a 1955 article in Sports Illustrated. The outlawed spitball was My Money Pitch, was published a year after he retired. Another famous user of the pitch was Gaylord Perry, who went so far as to title his autobiography Me and the Spitter, and chronicled the clever ways in which he avoided detection. For example... Perry would put Vaseline on his zipper because umpires would never check a player's groin. Don Drysdale also used the pitch regularly, as did Lou Burdette. Drysdale would apply oil to the back of his hair to put on the ball to make it sink. Mike Flares has been accused of doctoring the baseball during both his no-hitters. Oof.
1: Legal spits. The name dry spitter is sometimes used to describe a pitch that moves like a spitball without saliva, such as the forkball or split-finger fastball. It is sometimes used simply as slang for the knuckleball.
0: There is also the remote term of god-given spitter, which is when the ball is naturally dampened by moist air or light rainfall, which allows pitchers to be able to throw pitches with sharper breaks, much like a spitball. The god-given spitter.
1: That's a god-given spitter there. It's legal, amazing there's actually a thing called the 2021 pitch doctoring controversy in 2021 that's not that long ago not at all that long ago
0: see also cheating in baseball
1: see also cheating in baseball that about does it this has been the wikipedia page for spitball
0: Thanks for listening to WikiListen. You can find us at Wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at WikiListen, except for X, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your spitball pitch.
1: If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it.